Hi, everybody. I'm Trish, and Heather and I, two 20-year size 6 career fit models, are writing a book to share our tips to help you find your own version of perfect. While we edit our book, we're doing podcasts, and today we're interviewing the multi-talented London King, a former model, a doula based in Brooklyn, and a health-conscious mama who intuitively eats her way to health and wellness. The reason we started inviting guests to our podcast is not only to share our passion and what works for us, but to start sharing other people's passion and passion and knowledge around fitness, nutrition, wellness, and of course, fashion. It's great for us to learn as well as we go. We really enjoy that. Uh, we appreciate London being here and being willing to help us help all of you find your perfect when it comes to health and wellness. So Heather, let's get started. Yeah, so I met London about 30 years ago through modeling. London, you were in the business modeling before I started. So I always looked up to you and thought you were amazing. You were the quintessential cool girl. And your light is so bright that I knew you were someone that I would continue to look up to if I was fortunate enough to have you in my life. And fortunately, you still are. And uh, there are so many things I could ask you uh, about to share with our listeners. But today we're going to talk about intuitive eating. So let's just get straight into it. Um, what is intuitive eating? <laughs> First of all, thank you for that sweet, touching intro. Yes. You're adorable. I love you. You were like the baby of the bunch. You're so you know I love you, too. I'm so proud of you, and I'm really proud of this project that you have going. I think just opening up the conversation, you know, about eating and putting it on the table, basically, really, like, helps, and not in this, like, crazy, judgmental way. Um, yes, 100%. Speaking of that, that's kind of how I came to intuitive eating. It just found me. It just kind of happened. Um, you know, in the fit modeling world, I kind of had this sense that for so long, my body wasn't my own. Mm -hmm. And I was just, it was like my tool and I maintained it a certain way, according mm -hmm. to kind of what everybody else like wanted or the measurements for that particular client or whatever. And so over the years, like my relationship with food just became, I don't know, wonky. That's probably the best uh, description. <laughs> and I felt like, like even my hunger set points were all over the place. And I've always been like a hardcore meditator and it just like, it just kind of vibrated into me. I started eating with basically all of my senses. Did you read a book to, to learn about it? Or oh, did you just, gosh, yeah. no, I'm the worst. No? I mean, I guess, I guess if I want to <laughs> categorize myself that way. Um, uh -huh. No, it's not usually like a book or anything fires me. It's usually just like weird, like, feelings that well up or things get clear in a meditation and then uh -huh. I like navigate towards something or you know and I kind of own I always go back to the whole basic concept of food combining mm -hmm. so probably in a nutshell that's how my mind for 30 years has been conditioned to think and and so even that I put in kind of like weird little boxes, like good food, bad foods, good times, bad times. And then it mm -hmm. became like kind of overwhelming. And I was kind of like, fuck it to all of it. Excuse my <laughs> language. 
you know, becomes too much. It becomes like this grim, heavy cloud. Like rules, too about, many rules. Yeah, and yeah. I kind of just threw it all out. And everybody's real personal too. Like I don't know. So with the, I kind of just gently followed the food combining rules, which were kind of like fruit till noon. And I usually felt my hunger kind of like starting to kick up about like two o'clock and then everything that I'd been educated or whatever, keep that furnace going. Nothing made sense to me. Mm -hmm. And I kind of just started like following it and I kind of only eat within certain hours, but again, not restrictions I put on myself. I kind of just eat how and when I feel you know, um, it's so funny because I actually have a small section in the book um, that says that I intuitively eat intuitively because I haven't read any books on it either. But I, I know what you're talking about. Like, I know that feeling of like knowing what and I think, you, you know, if you're eating healthy foods, you know, whole foods, exactly. um, you know, you, you can just begin to feel what your body needs. Of course, if you're eating a bunch of processed junk, I don't know if the, the messages would come through. Um, but but it, it's funny, because I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I've never read anything about it either. But it's just it's a feeling that you get of what your body needs. Um, and once you do kind of dig in and start reading a little bit about it, you're, you're exactly like what you just said, Oh, I've been doing this, you know, yeah. and, and you and, and you're right, when you eat whole healthy foods, your body kind of vibrates. I know that sounds like super hippy dippy, but your energy does vibrate in a certain way that you become attracted to different mm -hmm. colors and different foods. And when you like, you know, I'm like, oh, blueberries, you know, mm -hmm. and they make me feel like good and happy and, <laughs> and it just feels good. I'll tell you, it was really weird. We have a thing um, around in our area called Misfits Market. I don't mm -hmm. know if you have that, but it's an organic uh, veggie and fruit delivery. And they're just the ones that didn't quite make the pretty cut to go in like all the, you know, fancy organic markets mm -hmm. and stuff. And they ship them to me every week for like 25 bucks. It's crazy. That's fantastic. And so you get enough fruit and vegetables for two people for the week, but they just send you like what's going on. And so I'll get a bunch of root vegetables and butternut squash. And that's been really, really incredible because it kind of sets the tone of what we cook and eat that week. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of in front of me. And, you know, I don't and know. It's a constant of amount of variety too, which is nice. Oh, I have never cooked so many butternut squash recipes. I went on a run where I was like, oh my gosh, another butternut squash. <laughs> it sounds like a fun treasure box. Like, it ooh, is. I get this week? So, it's like a treat. I open it up and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, there's like these weird nectarines and some of the peppers look like they have like arms coming. But they're all really beautiful and they taste so good. And I can't shop at like my little like street vegetables. And plus it's, it's almost like, especially during pandemic is I felt like I'm like living on the homestead. You know? mm -hmm. <laughs> that's awesome and though. I mean, that's it was such a saving grace having that come, but that, and you know, during the pandemic too, my husband was home and then suddenly it's like, you have two people 
mm-hmm. over a period of months that's navigating through your daily eating habits. So see, eat the same way that you eat pretty much? It's so, yeah, it's so funny that um, he, he does most of the cooking. Mm-hmm. I do most of like the foods that we like exist on during the day. Like, again, here's a bowl of blueberries. <laughs> I'm not a good cook. Um, but he, he really like, he really embraces uh, like clean eating uh-huh. and He's not, he was like, he was on this big, you know, he's like a good, strong Italian New York City boy. Mm-hmm. And he loved his carbs and everything. And he started making different choices on his own and started feeling better. But we do have these like, you do you rules. There's mm-hmm. never, there's never any judgment in our eating. Like if I decide to, I, I don't know, eat a hot dog bun, he mm-hmm. would be like, oh my God. <laughs> That's where you get into trouble when, but we really, we kind of work hard at having a gentle understanding language about support for each other and eating and, and neither one of us are out to like sabotage, sabotage each other. But yeah, yeah. Um, well, is this- relationships can be like kind of you know weird sometimes I deal with that with my clients well my husband brings home um all kinds of sugary sweets and snacks fortunately I don't like the the stuff he brings home like he <laughs> likes um like crazy things like Swedish fish and like you know the, the, like anything soury you know sugary um but he if he brought home like cookies and cakes and that kind of stuff it would be a huge problem because oh, I'd be yeah. like gobbling it up <laughs> Uh, so is this something you share with um, like the moms that you work with as a, as a doula? Because I would think especially a pregnant woman would love this information. Well, yeah, automatically right out the gate, I do kind of like a medical intake with them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I go over like what, you know, how, what their activity level is, you know, what they eat. And most of the time, you know, they're already on this bandwagon of like, woo, eating for two, I'm making the best choices of my life. And so they're in. Right. They're sponges. Yeah. Yeah. They're in a great mindset for it. And, you know, and it's, it's really cool too. I always like to remind them that, you know, they have all this motivation to make these different eating choices and eat for their energy. And, you know, it's a peer over a period of like, you know, eight, nine months. Mm-hmm. And you can really like kind of change your taste buds and change your cravings over that time. People don't people forget how quickly you can do that. I was like a real big sugar head. Like I loved sugar. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I don't know, monk fruit sugar came across my path. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to change things up. I baked with it anytime I would use it and I got like a satisfaction from it and my whole like taste and cravings and wants shifted away from like super sugary, like a donut or whatever. Well, I need to try monk fruit sugar then because I've never (laughs) tried it actually. And I still crave donuts and sugar sometimes. It's great. Like I've been baking. It's the, it's the one it's the one thing that I feel like really represents the taste that I want and expect nothing Mm -hmm. like fake or whatever. And 
I don't know. I've, that's been, that's been like a real diamond in the rough discovery that kind of helped and changed everything and really shifted me off of the white sugar and that helped my energy, you know? Yeah, definitely. Well, how has intuitive eating just impacted your life over the years? Um, would you say? Um, you know what, I guess you could probably put, put it in the category that there were times when I was intuitively eating and not making good intuitive choices. And you guys know there's like a lot of pressure in like the fit model industry, Mm -hmm. you know, restricting and, and there were probably a lot of years where, you know, that was my thing. It was my source of pride. Like I could restrict. And that was before any talk of like restrictive diets being like the diet du jour, like super cool. I was just like, boom, I can cut this off and I can do it. And it it really, really put me into like a crazy tailspin. Mm -hmm. And so that was probably when I intuitively ate on the bad vibe. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, meditation wrangles me in. Me and, too, 100%. Yeah. And totally also agree. just, I think the whole basic foundation of me figuring out, you know what? I love myself. I love my body. I respect what I've done, what I do, where I'm going. And I want to feel really, really good. I don't want to feel shitty. I don't want my body mm-hmm. to ache. And that really kind of just love for myself. Like the women when they're pregnant, they're making all these beautiful loving choices because mm-hmm. they have a baby in them. That they love. You know what? Yeah. Every day I got a fucking baby inside me and <laughs> yeah. I can make these wonderful choices. That's amazing. I yes. love that thought. That, that's, that's, yeah, that's fantastic. And that, that's you... exactly what we want our audience to get. We want them to get that feeling of, I need to take care of me. I need to do what's best for me. And the reason, like we were saying in the beginning, that Heather and I invited you and our inviting guests is that we've shared kind of the, the ways that we go about that. But there are so many ways. So I love hearing about your intuitive eating because this is definitely something that um, our audience can grab a hold of. Yeah. And I just I love that thought of you know, there's a baby inside you always not because you do pay so much attention, you know, Mm -hmm. when you're pregnant to what you do to your body and you, you love your body so much at that time, because it's, you know, you're marveling at the way that it can, you know, grow this baby. And if we could just take that out into real life, that like, that's, that's, that's brilliant. I love that. Thank you, London. (laughs) Oh, you're welcome. And I mean, you know, even like mentally, I've always gone back to the idea about like your mental self talk. Mm-hmm. There were like so many times that in my little head, I said stuff to, to myself that if somebody walked up to me on the street and said it, I would like level them. I would be like, <laughs> who do you think you are? You know, how dare you say that? Yet I had this little, like, really weird, like, loop of, like, hatred, mm-hmm. you know? Like, you're fat, you're stupid, you can't write, you can't Oh, my God. You should have and- been, like, the third person to write our book with us. You're so in love with everything you're <laughs> well, writing. I put yeah. a, a picture of myself, and I was probably about, like, six, seven years old. 
And I'm just, I have my arms all spread out. You can just tell I'm belting out some song. There's just joy coming through me. And I was just so sick of that self-talk. I put that picture on my refrigerator. Every time that loop started to play and I started really knocking myself down, I walked to the refrigerator and I said, okay, tell her, tell her, tell Mm -hmm. her, tell her that really crappy stuff you want to (laughs) say. And I looked at her and I was like, there was no way I was going to say that to her. Mm-hmm. And, and it just, again, I realized, had this epiphany, I'm that little girl. I'm still her. Don't talk to her that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. And that really helped with the self-talk. And, and it's not like it's coming off in this narcissistic way or, you know, like, I'm not better than anybody, but I love and respect myself. I give myself a break, cut myself some slack. I build myself up and it just, and the, the, I think a lot of that comes from turning 50. I don't know, 100%. Heather, happy yes. birthday, baby. You Thank just you. did it. <laughs> I was just going to say that, London. I totally agree. It, it, it's, a, it's a freedom. You know what I mean? Like I just posted a crazy picture of myself with these ridiculous Daisy sunglasses. And I'm like, oh, cool. I'm finally of the age where like I can wear crazy stuff. And I'm like that funny old lady. And everybody can be like, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> it's it's a freedom to just express yourself and you just don't give a fuck you know what I mean you're just like whatever you know I can do whatever I want and and I I mean I think so far despite you know 2020 um and the the state of the world I mean I think it feels really good so I agree with you I love that I think I think um you know deep when you pull away all the layers I think that there's going to be some really good um inner deep realizations that people have made about themselves and their lives during this kind of slow down pandemic shutdown. And I think we've all been given the gift of a little bit of extra time here and there to, to be like, yo, wait, what is going on? Let's take stock and kind of build. I've seen so many people like evolve and change and explode in this beautiful way. And I like it. I want, I just, I want to. I think it's your, your daughter um, who we should mention. I mean, she's so amazingly talented. Elle King. Um, Did she, is she living on a farm? Is she? um... She moved from LA. She got out of the riffraff and and got a place in New Mexico, you know? And I, I just feel like her little heart is just like, busting wide open that's a hundred percent I see that in every post she posts and you know I'm just like oh my god she's just like she's blossoming out there whatever she's doing it's like it's really working for her because she's just I mean she's just amazing anyway but uh, she loves all those animals too I know I the goats the cute little goats if she ever wants to quit singing I think she could be like a vet tech or something yeah that's <laughs> awesome they live it. They live in her house. It's the cutest thing. Um, oh yeah, I saw the other day. She got this little slide for them, and it was adorable. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, she's baby. really, she's really living life. I like it. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, I want. I actually wanted to thank you for that tip that you just gave us on uh, posting that picture of yourself as a child, just embracing the world and and having joy. Uh, 
and, and just being who you are at your core. Cause I'm definitely going to use that tip. I do some online health and fitness coaching and I know a lot of the women I work with have that negative self-talk and, you know, you try to talk somebody through it, but I love that tip of them looking at themselves as a child. And would you say those things to that child? Mm -hmm. I, I love that. So thank you for that tip. I'm definitely going to to use that going forward. Thank you for all your awesome. tips, man. I mean, you've been, yeah, giving us all kinds of good things. I got to try out the monk, uh, monk sugar, monk fruit <laughs> sugar. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm glad. I'm glad. Anytime I can get anybody to slow down, dig deep, love themselves a little bit more, appreciate themselves a little bit more, realize what they've done, what they're capable of, Hey, I'm on board. I'm on board. I feel really blessed. And, and, you know, I've worked hard to get to here mentally and, and spiritually and physically. And it's all, it's kind of like too. people got to get on board for like good daily habitual practices. And mm -hmm. that's absolutely. So Hallelujah. Yes. Yeah. They think they're like, no, I can't do that. But you know what? I mean, you just, you, you have to work it in your day. I don't want to do my little walking workout every day, but I kind of like change it up. I make it a little bit more interesting and cumulatively mm. it all builds up. And when people get a taste of, of what like good habits bring them, they're, they're way harder to break. They'll, they'll, they'll keep them around for man. She's talking our language. Definitely. I know. Like I said, she should have been like the third co-author of the book. She's like right on our page. So, yay. Thank oh, you. London, awesome. I love you so much. Thank you so much. Oh my this. gosh. I love you. Rich, I love you <laughs> Thank too. you so much. This, this has been a great pie. Probably my favorite so far. So thank you, London. Oh my gosh. I enjoyed it so much. Let me know. Um, let you know I, I watch you guys every day I really enjoy it so I'm on board let me know anything you need any kind of little love injection of love to awesome. from here. Well, we will probably invite you back we love this so much so. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. Awesome. I'll, 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 I'll come whenever you want okay awesome. cool well right. and I wanted to thank our listeners for listening to our paid to be perfect podcast ask us questions give us your ideas for what you want to hear from us um, and if you have questions for London you can always ask them in our social media we'll, we'll make sure and ask her and get the answers back to you so please like and follow our paid to be perfect podcast on Apple Spotify and Google uh, our Instagram account at Heather and Trish and we're also on Facebook and Twitter at paid to be perfect so stay tuned tuned for next week's podcast keep following for more info information about our eventual book release uh, that shares all of our nutrition fitness and wellness habits and remember you're perfect